peaks of the Rocky Mountain. Your favorite stripper podcast. Ooh, we're doing the sexy voice. Your favorite stripper podcast. We're gonna take on the world. Hold up dollars and grab a beer. It's time to polish your pole and get ready to grind. It's Pixie. And I'm Mr. J. Next on stage one. We're gonna take on the world. Correct. Your next on stage one. To the, the, the big C word. Now, we can't get in trouble about talking about these people, right? Correct. Um, now, people, because this is an established place. Yes. You know, um, I even remember the name of this. You know, just being in the industry, you know, you, you hear things like, you know, the Sugar Shack or, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, those those types of names that come out. So... We can't get in trouble for anything that you're about to tell us. Correct. Everything that I am going to claim or say to you guys is going to be corroborated through uh, social media testimonies, mm-hmm. through conversations with the people themselves. Any of the charges that have actually been put forth are convicted on. There so are charges. There's There are convictions for mm-hmm. felony stalking. Oh. And I don't know if – I'm sure there's people at home who have had experiences with stalking. It takes – an insane amount of empirical evidence for a stalking charge to actually get a conviction. It is one of the most difficult charges it's, to actually to bring to a conviction, okay. especially at a felony level. Um, so, no, this is not considered slander. All of these things have been confirmed. Um, and other people might have their own recollection. This is straight from you. From everything Correct. you've done, all of your research. If anybody was to get in trouble, there are over 20 different video claims um, and statements on YouTube. There was a wave of almost two dozen uh, survivors who talked about their experience. So what okay. made you want to come forward and tell your side of the story? I, I feel like to answer that, we have to go back to where things started to really go wrong. <laughs> well, let's um, let's dive into that. Let's... So, the way that I started with the Chateau. Talk about the cat ears. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> pet play. <laughs> yes. So pet play um, in general. And I want to preface this with I am not kink shaming. Mm-hmm. Pet play is not a toxic environment. I do think, however, it is important to realize that in kink and lifestyle heavy environments, there is unfortunately a little bit more prevalence with predators and you have to be a little bit more hypervigilant mm-hmm. than you would in other environments. Okay. Not saying kink breeds predators, but sometimes we magnetize them. Now, how do we um, tie this into uh, – because I, I don't want to get lost here. Um, well, that, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to keep going and I'll bring you back, I promise. Okay, Come so, back to the whole advertising too, how, how they got you, how they got you there. Initially. Yeah, the, the beginning. Right. That's where I am. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, and then she was like, tell me about the pet play. So mm-hmm. I'm for the people at home. So she's I'm explaining, explaining what the job is. I'm yeah. explaining what pet play is. Okay. So if they see here, cause there are a lot of people out there that think we pretended to be cats, that we actually think we are cats. So, so, so I want to preface. All of the pictures of the girls at the chateau all wore cat ears. Cat ears and cat tails because it is the pet play kink that is very Very beautiful. Everybody had collars. It was a very elite kind of photos. They weren't your 
normal um, fans only. Mm-hmm. These were more elevated. So Actually, OnlyFans did not even exist. Yes. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. This is way back. So this is the time a, frame is pre-internet. Did they have a website? No, so I'm going to give you a. I'm going to no, <laughs> no. How old do you think I am, Mr. J? I've not been you at least. She's not I'm like just, me. I'm so, painting a picture. She's not so like you. the way that I started with them mm-hmm. was in 2000, 2015. Um, I had an ex-girlfriend who was involved, was a model with them, and I saw I saw the camaraderie between the girls. I saw this sisterhood that as as a kind of a rough and tumble girl, I didn't really have that like feminine connection. I didn't have that girl power, like I didn't have girlfriends. So between seeing a kink that I was exploring and I was wanting to get more involved in, being represented so beautifully and elegantly mixed with this like sorority mentality. Mm. At 21, that was, I was sold. So uh, my ex-girlfriend helped me do my first photo set. I submitted an application and I was approved. Um, So I started modeling with them, basically just submitting my photo sets. I didn't really go to any of the events yet. The first time that I ever went to the Chateau, and I also want to preface, they don't live there anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's not like y'all can go hunt these people down. First of all, don't do that. But yeah, like, don't. they're not in Monument anymore. Um, so. But the first time I went there, it was to help them prepare for Burning Man mm-hmm. 2016. Okay. And what is presented... And what is inside? It was very. It was a, a beautiful metaphor because the outside of the house has this beautiful like wraparound. Uh, what am I trying to say? Porch. It's very mm-hmm. like almost like plantation style, like a beautiful, massive home. And on the inside, there is a room that the the floor is literally falling into you know, the basement. Is this off the beaten path? Uh, you know, are you getting off, say, a, a major road, and you're driving in, say, half mile? Where it's, I'm not. Know, I'm, do people pass it every day on their no. way to and from? No, I'm. Mm, no, I would not think you'd so. You'd have to seek it out if you're a customer. You do. And there yeah. is no – it's not a business. It's not a business. No, they it's do not, a house. It okay. is somebody's house. All right. There's no sign. It is somebody's home. And when they introduced it to you, was, at first it was pictures, correct? It is um, pictures and the parties. And parties. Yep. Okay. So the their trips to New Orleans, their trips to L.A. Kind of like very, a minor league playboy in a way. You're so they really – Exactly. That okay. was her business model. I got you. Um, so instead of bunnies, we were kittens. Um, ah, so I remember being a little a little taken aback by how much the outside of the house did not match the inside, and just just a a, a lot of red flags, um, poorly maintained structure. But at twenty one, you- at twenty one. And being, I think I'd have the same reaction now. I'm like, they must be just slammed getting ready for Burning Man. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, there, no wonder there's moldy dishes sitting wherever. And there's, you know, torn really? carpet. And okay. a, yes. So I was a little taken so aback. Something but was off? Something was off. But I was still the new kid, you know. So when I showed up to help them pack for this, I had just started dating my ex-husband. And he was going with them to their Burning Man camp. Um. And he was one of the leads. And now, when you say leads, a camp that, lead. Okay, like like he was. Can you explain a little bit? So more? yeah, so the the chateau is the lifestyle magazine. Brulee is their Burning Man camp. Okay. Okay. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. 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 Sorry, I should have should have added that. <laughs> I'm a dummy so, here. That's so uh, my ex husband was um, not a kitten. 
uh, he was a burner. <laughs> so we were there for uh, getting ready for Burning Man. And I was, again, I was the new kid. I just wanted to be helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, Trying to fit in. Yep. Yeah. Being yeah. overly helpful. Yeah. I, and Can't feel for the place. Honestly, yeah. I'm, I'm really good at organizing and packing shit. So I'm like, oh, you want me to just wrap cables? Man, I, I'm there. I am there. So yeah. um, I started becoming more hands-on the longer that I dated my ex-husband um, because, again, he was very, very involved in the Burning Man camp. Um, and that is how I started doing – I think I might have touched on it last episode, but that's how I started doing uh, BDSM performances and wax play demonstrations. Mm-hmm. So they used to run lifestyle parties out of a dungeon. Um and I started working with them, doing helping my ex husband do like the wax play demos, stuff like that. That was the do first you time. Understand what that is? Because I, I, when she talks to me, I understand exactly what she's saying. Think, but do I think, normies I think, get that? I think people can get the idea of wax play. Yeah, and, and what, in a dungeon with a bunch of people around, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so absolutely. At this time, when you're doing wax play in the dungeon mm-hmm. with, with your ex. Were you guys in a relationship? Yes. Oh, no, we had we had been okay. we had started dating before that Burning Man. Okay. Oh, so um, it went quick. It went everything went quick. Oh, the red this flags was like, were two, like this was over a span of uh about two years. Wow. That all of this went down. Um so that was the first time that I had been with the same people in an actual kink environment. Mm-hmm. It was fine. Everything- like no red flags there. Um I had a great time and truly it was so empowering to me to find a community that I could, I could relate to mm-hmm. and people who like were, were blushing and getting excited to like see me get spanked. Like that was just, it was very fulfilling to me and very exciting to me and genuinely still is. Okay. That's one of the things that I, re- I have taken from this experience and made my own yes. and I still have power in it. Things started to devolve around that party. Um, And we're going to talk about a couple of players who are involved. Now, are you making money while you're doing all this with these people? What an excellent question. (laughs) We will talk about that. Okay. Yeah. Um, Because this is a job, right? You were kidding. Yeah. Right? Right? Yep. It depends on who you ask. (laughs) So, um, so, uh, the ex-girlfriend that was involved in the modeling. That got co- you in. Yep. Yep. Um, she ended up leaving the company. We had broken up. It's super not a big deal. But she had been seeing a guy that rubbed me wrong. Um, a lot. <laughs> a lot. Um, and once she, she had dumped him and I saw him coming back over, like, knocking on her door with flowers. Like, the most compulsive behavior so i break up with girlfriend she break up breaks up with boyfriend i'm at this dungeon party and this dude shows up uh he calls himself sir sir christopher and he will emphasize the the sir sir yeah yes 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 yeah yep and you will address me as such like (laughs) verbatim jay verbatim yeah okay you know, baffling. if you're going to be my dom, you have to, like, earn it. Oh, oh, well, yeah, I guess within the environment, <laughs> yes. that's that's yes. how they do, right? No. No. No, it is not. No. No. no, it is not. You never give somebody an honorific without having that prior conversation. Okay. Like, you do not get to claim a title for yourself and enforce that on other people. Yeah. 
You just in in BDSM, an honorific is called that for a reason. It's honored. There is honored. Like so, my my dom, I call him Mister or Sir. Mm-hmm. I, you don't have to call anybody else. I that. don't call anybody else <laughs> Sir, especially gotcha. if you okay. if you emphasize something asinine like that to me. You're just gonna laugh. I'm gonna start calling you Chrissy. Like, oh gosh. I, so, so the the guy. <laughs> So you can kind of get a picture of this dude. You popped, two don't like each other, popped right? Popped collar. Huh? Well, no, he's the main part of this oh, this okay. story. Yeah, he's the uh, he's one of the main villains. Thank you, Pixie. Just handed me my iced coffee. Yeah. I think she could tell I needed it. <laughs> yeah, because I know, dude. Talking's a job, I'm, isn't it? Whew, I'm and I'm heated. Okay, so you're you're in this. You're yep. you're deep into it. It's two years. You your past friendship has kind of crumbled but there's this guy that she was dating who's back and he keeps coming back he keeps yeah. hanging out he keeps trying to impose his surness on everybody <laughs> so yeah and now you're seeing the red flags i had seen the red flags before from that. him i had without getting into details um i had been his first victim before oh, he wow. had ever joined the chateau mm. So when all of the claims started to come out, we'll get to that. So um, I have um, – I'm very, very traditional when it comes to BDSM rules. And that's actually really fucking simple. You use your words. Consent. May I kiss you? Are you open to seeing other people? It's not fucking hard. You just got to use your words, right? So it, yeah, it's it, my understanding. Yeah. yeah. It's like so a like, contract. It's, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, a verbal contract that can be altered, that can be ad- amended, like, because we're humans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it started to be a situation where I was trying to befriend this guy again because he's in the inner circle now. So he became very close to the uh, female owner of the chateau. And was just around all, all the time. So I invited him to one of my birthday parties. And I had invited a friend who was super shy. Like, girl didn't say more than two words. Aww. And I was like, I'm trying to bring her out of her shell. An She's super awesome. And an introvert. Dude, oh, that's cute. absolutely what it is. I it's was like, like houseplants getting together. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. <laughs> like permaculture. I give her a little bit of shade. Yes. All right. <laughs> so, um... So at some point, so she comes with her partner. And again, a lot of us um, in these stories are polyamorous or non-monogamous. So most of the things I'm going to mention aren't cheating. So if that starts to sound weird, it's it's in the life. Yep. (laughs) So my friend is there at my party with her partner. And I see Christopher dramatically like... Sir Chris. (laughs) Chrissy. So sorry. It's going to be terrible on the... Recording. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, do it again. Um, <laughs> do it again. Um, Sir Chrissy. <laughs> so I see him dramatically swoop my friend into like a ballroom dip and just kiss her oh. so hard I could feel his teeth. Did they know each other? No. They had met briefly earlier Very briefly. on the ice, like an hour before me. Oh, this is the little the little one that you you trying to bring up. Oh, really? Oh my so she I bring her to up, my right? birthday party. Yes. So I walk up and I'm like, hey, Christopher, did you ask if you could kiss her? Completely setting boundaries mm. and stepping and in I'm for your friend. happy to yeah. be wrong if you did and that's cool. But. Gucci. He did not. No. 
And that was the first of three instances where I had to intervene with him kissing this specific friend. Because there are rules in the community and he's taking advantage of her. And she was not she was not feeling safe and secure enough mm-hmm. to stand up. Right. And that's that's valid. We're not gonna bash anybody's reactions. That's not the point though. But he I you cannot misunderstand me when I come up and tell you, hey, did you ask to kiss her? Your answer is no. And I say, well, don't do it. Yeah. That's. Yeah. Didn't misspoke. <laughs> I. Okay. Autism has its perks. I'm blunt. If you misunderstand me, that's on you. I'm saying what I mean. So that really, really rubbed me the wrong way. And it was at my birthday party. So I talked to him about it. That was one of. At least four sit downs that we know this guy had, with where people you. with no, with different people in the community oh. going, Ooh, "Hey, he's dude, a oh, he was a problem." And the issue with this story is that he was such a problem and such a documented problem, and the leaders did nothing. Mm. Top down, nothing. nothing has to come from the bottom up. This same type of interaction happened at one of the parties at the chateau with another girl. Bless her, she is the first one that put up the YouTube statement about her experience and had the courage to encourage other women to do so. And she was also a resource for the girl who pressed charges against Daniel for felony stalking. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to throw her name out there just because I want her to heal and I don't, but I want her to know if she listens, if she hears this, knows she was mentioned, she's a fucking badass. Much love, baby. She's a fucking badass. Because sometimes... If you're encountering something like this, somebody has to step up. Somebody has to be the shield for everybody else to be able to step step up. So it escalated to the point where I'll I'll give you an example, and this is one of the funnier stories out of all of them. Again, again, this is like a dark story, but there is some pockets of like, what the fuck is my life? Did this happen? Okay, in a funny way. What the fuck is my life? So, so there for a long time there was an annual event called the Vampire Ball in Denver. Hey, I I remember seeing advertisements for this thing. I would also like to put out there the Vampire Bowl of Denver is now under new ownership. Um, so and they're friends of the mine. Same. They are doing great. So if you see ads for a new vampire ball in Colorado, you're fine. I knew but, the strippers are part of that shit, dude. So, so their version was a three day event that would begin with a uh, a dinner one night, mm-hmm. a Friday night dinner, very personal. They had the salon the next night, which is a, still a, a limited audience, and then the Vampire Ball, which was hosted at the church nightclub. Which would have been a bigger, everybody all-inclusive. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people. Yeah. So I, at the time, myself and my ex-husband were renting a beautiful house out of Aurora. I called it the Harry Potter house because on the outside it just looked normal. You walk in, we had full-on Greek statues that were fountains. Wow. Like beautiful marble flooring. I don't know how we found this place. Ooh, so marble flooring? Beautiful. So instead of the chateau, it was the Harry Potter house. We got to flip on the script, don't we? I ended up naming it the palace when I <laughs> started palace. hosting p- parties because I was feeling a little bit passive-aggressive. I love it. Um, yeah. So uh, they decided to rent our house for the vampire salon. Which was not the big, big party, but it was still, there was about 150 people in our, we had a four bedroom house. We had a lot of open space. But it was a full house. Mm, 100 people. So when when talking about this this negotiation and renting the house, my ex-husband was like asking the, the two owners, okay, who's in charge of bar? Who's in charge of door? Who's in charge of cleanup? 
Izzy's like, well, I'll, I'll do the cleanup. Uh, and no, Kano's like, no. you have never picked up a broom in your life. No. Wait. Sorry. So we need to know who Izzy is. Oh, yeah. So the players involved. Yeah, I yes. just introduced Christopher. So Izzy, Isabella, and that's not her government name, so I can also say that regardless. She was the wife of Daniel. Daniel is the one who has the felony stalking charges Ooh. from one of the, the survivors. Kay. So Izzy is... Um, and we'll get, we'll they, get into and when it comes to the business. They are the owners. They are the owners. Okay. They are the founders, and they were in a master dom or master sub or master slave actually dynamic. Okay, so they the um, big boy master slave top top because it was because it was them. dangerous. Oh, okay. They were not. They are a bad example. Bad example. Like there are still pictures of him and Izzy's wedding time time stamped and everything. Him marrying her in a Scottish castle when she was 17. Wow. And that is how she got brought to the United States. Shit. Shut up. She she is royalty. She comes from title in the UK. Her title is made. We so never made this shit legal, huh? I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm telling you, like this all the way to the top and then all the way back down. So was this arranged marriage? Or were they in family or they just snatched nope. you know, some stuff? He, he liked so, his, oh, she's cute. Let's, yeah. find he, let's find she out. She told me the story um, and she's told several other people the story too, that she was uh, at a bar in the UK, uh-huh. had a fake ID because out there you have to have, uh, you can't drink until you're 18. It's not right. 21, it's 18, right? Okay. She, the way she tells it, she's sitting at the bar by herself. She orders a drink. The, the bartender brings back two and says that the guy over in the corner sent her the drink. So then there's this, like, sketchy-looking white man with a beard in the corner mm, looking shadows, like a probably. tacky Aragorn. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I, that's totally ad-libbing. I, I'm sure it was appealing in some way, but... So, Enough to wipe a, a pick a 17-year-old up off her feet. Yep. So uh-huh. one of the things that uh, Whisk. is still still on the record, time-stamped with her information and all that, is that she tried to go back to visit when she was 18, and he would not let her. Uh-huh. Because for her own good. Yes. Because she thought, he thought she'd get in trouble. So... I think the important thing to know about their dynamic is that Isabella, first and foremost, is a victim. She was groomed. She is a textbook grooming human trafficking victim where she was removed from her home country, Mm -hmm. manipulated and not allowed to go back. Taken away from her family. Not given back. And not in. And I think an important thing to realize with that is she was not kidnapped. Mm -hmm. Right. She was coerced. She was bribed. She was given this idea of what she could have. Not to play devil's advocate, but did the parents have anything to do with that? Did they sell her into it? Was there a profit made on their As far as my understanding, she lost her title when she moved to the United States. They disowned her. Several years later. She made a choice, came out there with this man, and now she's kind of fucking stuck with him. Correct. Wow. Mm. Correct. Yeah, and if you're 17, you're definitely getting grown because you don't know shit. Yeah, and that's the thing. And I'm like, I want to to highlight as much as my trauma 
was exacerbated by Isabella. Mm -hmm. She is first and foremost a survivor and a victim Mm -hmm. of something that does not get talked about enough. Right. And and at 17, you think you know the world? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was dumb. I 17, I had my... I had my son at 17. Yeah, you I was yeah. dumb as fuck. Yeah, you were. If I saw a 17-year-old me on the other side of the street, I'd fucking turn around. It's too late. <laughs> I, she was she was something else. Uh, she thought she knew everything. And I don't, I don't mean that in a negative way, Pixie. No. I know people might go, that was fucked up, Jay. No, what I mean is, uh, <laughs> because I love your kids, but if you made if you had the choice, you'd wait till you're 30 before you popped out some kids, right? Probably not. No, no? I, I don't think but, I would. But, long, but more than 17, right? I'm not sure. I'm longer. Not, I mean, I'm we could sh- play the regret. We could play game the regret. Yeah, I mean, <sighs> when you look back on choices in your life, you either go through with them or you can try to do the Back to the Future. Okay. You know, you right. But but who but I this am? This lady did, wasn't given a choice. Yeah, she, she was seventeen. She was not whisked and, off her feet and just yep. here it is. Come to America. Hmm. Yeah, and pop out my babies. Maybe that did not happen. So actually, he in the process was divorcing his. Oh, the motherfucker was married. What? With a child. That bitch. What? Yep. Wow. Yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah. So the whole the whole situation, fucking tits to toes, sucks, right? So this guy, his name is Daniel. Mm -hmm. On he he goes by Daniel Dukink. Dukink. His name was Daniel McShan, and he is on record for felony stalking charges. So again. Not charges from Izzy, but he's on record. We just had a uh, a spafu with our microphones, so please be. I don't know. Yeah, shit happened. The mic went out. Fuck it, mic was out. (laughs) (laughs) To recap, we're talking about the vampire ball. Uh We're talking about uh, the leaders of the chateau. Leaders uh, renting out. Lola's house. Uh-huh. We're talking about all of this kind of crazy stuff. So I think they remember. Yeah. It okay. was just seconds ago, right? Right. All right. <laughs> but do I remember? But do you? Um, so <laughs> You were there. Yeah. <laughs> Boy was I. Um so the the vampire salon. Mm-hmm. Um we were given a heads up um as the owners of the facility the house, the venue, that uh, there was somebody blacklisted from the event. This person had traveled from out of state. Um, It was a stalking situation for Isabella. We were told that this person was not allowed to enter the party. And there was a high likelihood that they had purchased a ticket under somebody else's name. Mm. So that was part of the reason that we were very, very explicit with them when we had talked about tasking Who's going to be the door? Who's going to be the bartender? Because we need ID checks. We need, you know. So I'm getting to the point where I'm walking around. This this party's in full swing. There's people everywhere. I'm running around like a chicken with my head cut off. Like, do you, do you need any more champagne? Welcome to my home. Let me know if you need anything. Bars in there, whatever. And all of a sudden, I hear somebody yelling about Herman being out, which is my tarantula's name. Oh. And I'm I like, tarantulas. I fly into a panic. Because I'm she, sure. she does not get handled, right? Right. She's you got, old you got lady. Full of people. I'm blazing. Apparently I had misheard them, but the fire under my ass made me find my partner, my uh, ex-husband. Mm-hmm. And what I see, we had big double front doors. 
mm-hmm. right? Doors are open, but the, the screen door is closed. I see my ex-husband nose to nose, toes to toes with the creepiest looking guy. Like he truly looked like uh, Riff Raff from Rocky Horror. Mm. Just just the shadiest, right? I see him. He's got him basically backed up against the wall. Like, again, like oh, no, no hands anywhere, but uh, yeah. he's, he I swear, me. he grew two inches. Um, <laughs> and I see one of the photographers from the Chateau, who was also a major fucking problem. Mm-hmm. Another guest and uh, another person. I cannot remember who. Basically, there's three stacked dudes sitting in the entryway behind the door watching. And so I'm walking by trying to figure out how to, one, keep the party going and pretending like this dude is not being a fucking problem on my front porch. Mm -hmm. And then I walk up. It's like three cats looking at... uh... Like a, so a wizard know, on the outside. So you don't know this strange motherfucker, yeah. right? No, I. You know. When I saw, I didn't. I did not know him personally, but uh-huh. when I saw the situation unfold, I was like, it "That's the dude that we've been looking for, oh, shit. and that we were not supposed to let in." Oh, and now so he's in. So what had happened was, the door person didn't know what to do if uh-huh. this guy came, so he knew he couldn't let him in, but didn't feel comfortable not letting him in. Isn't your job so being a person to control the door? We'll think. We'll talk to, we'll talk to Steve do. when he comes on here. Hint, hint, yeah, yeah, hence the, the name. Doorman. I'll tell him on the phone right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, so it, so... One that's, job. That, thank you. Literally, literally. And if you can't do it, why, dude? So, wow. I walk by. And I see these three grown-ass men watching what could be very well be a violent altercation unrolling. And I, this was one of the first times that I, as somebody who went to all of these parties as a submissive, was like, never mind, I'm taking on the DM role. <laughs> like, y'all can't, y'all cannot. And I saw, I was like, I think it is absolutely atrocious that y'all are sitting here like ants in a fucking line when he's out there potentially in danger. Get your asses out there. <laughs> and they like fucking jump, and they, they go. They were waiting. What we so were, were they being pussies in the background. I don't wish. Wish I knew. Wish I knew. Roll for initiative. I. Hmm. The, I that grew up. I grew up confidence. So they're hanging out with these thank people. Thank you. Day and get a bunch of people over there yep. and figure out what the fuck. And so again, this was this uh, this descent into me going. Okay, I'll be my own dungeon manager. Yeah. I'll be my own. Yes. I'm going to throw my own parties because y'all ain't shit. <laughs> so what we found out because I go upstairs after this whole thing. Like I need a fucking blunt. And Isabella and her, uh, Daniel and a couple other people are in the room. And I find out that this dude, not only was he not supposed to be at the party, mm-hmm. it was because, and this was not told us to us ahead of time, because his exact threat, okay, again, trigger, I should have thought of this, trigger warning, suicidal ideations, gun violence, pause. His whole plan was to shoot himself in the head in front of Isabella (gasps) in my front yard. And all they decided to tell us was that he was not allowed in. Mm -hmm. Luckily, as far as we, as far as the whole thing went down, I don't know if he had a piece on him. I don't think so. But he could have. He could have. And again, my ex-husband went one-on-one with this dude. That's relevant. Absolutely. Yeah. Funny part of this evening, though. Because that was not fun. Because then I started w- working the door, right? Because I don't know where the five foot two 
twink looking motherfucker went but i was like i guess i'm doing this now <laughs> so I, so now the, you're the, the thing, door person yep 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 I and the hostess and the the drink getter yes. and the trash taker out and the the, the vomit cleaner yeah, yeah. there was a pile of vomit with broken glass in it like mm. the trashiest i grew up okay. in the hood like i know white trash parties this was <laughs> and, and forgive me for my high ass, because I know your husband <laughs> said something about you got somebody cleaning this shit, right? And they're Thank like, you. I'll do it. Yep. Okay, so no yep. cleaning crew. Nope, nope. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so the funny part about it was I opened the door, and there's this dude standing there, and he's like maybe five, five, like the most average looking, like, you know, he's in computer science or something, right? Which is no no shade. Yeah, but he's no got shame. a yeah. silk fucking vest on with these flouncy sleeves. Oh, he's got a redhead on each arm in matching outfits. And this dude deadass puts his hand out like I'm going to kiss it, first of all. What? Not for a handshake. <laughs> out flat. And I'm already looking at it like, oh, I don't know. Oh, so I don't know what I'm supposed to do handshakes. Here. I hate and this And then shit. he introduces, <laughs> I don't remember his name, but I remember he introduces himself as I am Count Something from House Something. Hmm. Mm. Okay. And I snorted and I was like, do you have your ID? <laughs> we ain't playing. Like, I'm not role playing with you, dude. So I want to I wanna preface more of the vampire stuff with like no shade for people that like enjoy the dark lifestyle no, it's cool that are though. into that it's cool, but, but there's certain person, people from that yeah like, am i doing that shit right no. now you know what this reminds me of huh. when uh in the blade movie yeah that the, everybody all of the all of the vampires have like all of their pets have little tattoos and shit yeah, on? Yeah, yeah yeah and they they just shine them underneath the light yeah and then um, the ones that don't, that you could yeah, smell the human on. The rest of us. This yeah. one smelt like a human. Mm-hmm. And the, the <laughs> two redheads are probably the ones that brought him for the feeding. Yeah. He's all like, he's all like, here, my dear, kiss my hand. And you know what? I like that better. Yeah, I like, I like that better. What's going to happen yeah. to you, cuz? There's a whole party you're going to watch. You better hope Blade show up. Yeah, yeah. You better hope Blade shows up. Because he's the only one that's going to save you, you dumbass. Fucking great. And then he's going to roll his eyes at you after, like, you child. Yes. And then the most. Visualize that guy right now. It is. It was. And, and at this point, I am, I have taken on so many roles that I did not want. I was very transparent. I am not working this party. Mm-hmm. You are renting my home. Yes. You want me to work the party. You pay me to work the party. I'm not the house. I'm the owner. Yes. So. That's what I would Honored guests. Think, so, it was a disaster, clearly. Again, broken champagne glass in the vomit. It will live with me until I have Alzheimer's. That'll be the one thing that lingers. So the next morning, my ex-husband is furious, obviously. I'm, I've just had like 35 panic attacks in Mm. a 24 hour period. He has a sit down conversation with Isabella and is like, so remember how we talked about the cleaning? And you said that you were going to clean. So she... (laughs) Paid Christopher $200 to clean the house. Hello, Sir Chrissy. And he didn't, obviously. No, a guy like that wouldn't. No. 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 Yeah. This man used eyeliner on his mustache because it wouldn't go in all the you way. You should have put Picture him in a it. costume with a fucking Picture whip it. and a flogger and made him... So it was like 
It was massively, massively disrespectful. And dumb. So gutting. And she, she's like crying during the conversation. I'm so sorry. And it's like, girl, 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 girl. Okay. (laughs) If this wasn't like your entire mo, uh, like this is spoiled. Not baby. Well, and she was again. Remember, she was born with title in the UK. True that. So no, she's bent. She's a nepo baby. That's not a silver spoon, it's a golden enema. Mm. Like, so mm. I was really hurt by this. And this was actually uh, about two months before Burning Man 2017, which is where everything with the Predators popped off. So after that sit down, we also decided Christopher will not be coming to any more events mm. that we host. Izzy, her response then, because they were very, very tight knit. What, and I was very explicit. Hey, he he makes me uncomfortable. He's made other people uncomfortable. He is a problem. I am not comfortable having him at my events. She stopped coming to my events. It she escalated. Made, she made it a clear that she, she made it, was. She, the first night it happened, it was, she told me it was because he was crying unconsolably mm-hmm. and she felt bad leaving him by himself. Um, and this was after he had texted me and asked if he could come to a party that he was not invited to. And I said, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. Again, if you misunderstand me, that's on you. No, thank you means no, thank you. You know? Yes. So it escalated to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm not going to attend any Chateau events as a model mm-hmm. that he I'm is present at. Yes. And at this point, right after the, the vampire salon. Is he a big spender in this whole shebang? No. Yeah. Okay. He's just part of the inner circle. Hmm. He was just j- played just the right role for what Izzy pictured as the masculine type of person that surrounds these kittens, mm-hmm. and that was a major issue with the with the chateau. Is pet play has a lot of versatility to it, and they really forced all of the girls into a submissive role. Yeah. Like Even there were women are can be. There were prominent, top. prominent kittens mm-hmm. who have been featured multiple times that were like, I am not a sub and you will not talk to me. Mm-hmm. Like, like I am a yeah. sub, let alone that I am your sub. Um So there was a so, it sounds like that there was a lot of not listening to absolutely in the company. Yep. They wanted it one way, they presented it one way, and there were red flags all along the all way. Across. Well, this guy's got red flags all over oh, him. Yeah. He's, He's a man stitched out of red. the end of all this? Is, there, is this a LLC? Is this a comedy company? Or is this just two people saying we're not, we're not, we don't have the balls so to say they we are, need to get the fuck out? They are not a company. No. And there is, there is, there is back-end booking stuff that I can't talk Tell about right. but it proves that there was overlap in a lot of ways financially and um contractually they make them, they make them money yep all kinds of ways. absolutely okay. so all right so you get everybody get ready for this burning man mm-hmm. you tell him he can't come to your parties he has a hissy fit you withdraw yourself from the party if he's gonna be there yep and especially just just sort of like back off that way so you can protect yourself but if you back off then there's nobody protecting other kittens in the long run and that was the thing and not that you know on that bullshit with the government where you sign some shit and they say you need to stay with strain in order that's it yeah Mm -hmm. um not that that means shit but is have have anybody tried any of this yet is like you just 
legally with the cops, you can't come here. Has, has he has done, he yeah. has felony stalking charges, Jay? Okay. Remember? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Right. It started with a restraining order. Th- this okay. And he was booked on his. He, he so was they booked. already caught him doing. He so. had a restraining okay. order, and he violated the restraining order, and mm-hmm. was then booked. Yes. At CJC in the Springs. Then yeah, he needs to go. Yeah. So and th- again, this is the owner, not yeah. Christopher. Okay. Oh, yes. Yep. That's a lot. That's a yeah. lot. We need the, so there's layers. We need the board with so, the picture. There's a lot line. of people in this. And yes. I'll, I'll give you guys as much visuals as no, I can legally. Like but oh. um, so this Christopher had been sat down by multiple people and us unannounced to each other. Mm. We're finding out later, wait, you had to sit down with him? We, we also sat down and we're like, dude, you've got to stop. You've got to, you're, you're making people uncomfortable. You're ruining your reputation. And like my ex-husband and the photographer who I said was a problem sat down with him and we're like, you are getting the reputation of a predator. Mm. And if you don't want that to be the case, if you would like to continue being around these women and seeing this woman that he had been dating, who was a a kitten, Mm -hmm. you've got to stop. You have to stop. So uh, maybe a month before Burning Man 2017, Izzy and Daniel had a fight. And Izzy and Christopher moved to L.A. Oh, she just left her husband for... She... It's flashbacks. Wow. So, oh, how the turns have tabled. So this honestly... He left his wife for Mm -hmm. her, and then she left him for another... Wow. Yeah, because... Do money like that? uh, I... Can't talk to you about their finances. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> like, do life changing shit like that. Just so, back up and leave. So, That's just me. so I'm, sorry. I'm I'm trying to, like I said, I looked over slander laws and I'm saying what I can <laughs> okay. without. I, there's obviously more that I know that I don't want to share. God damn it! Um, but so that was honestly a breath of fresh air for a lot of us for the burning man camp because again i was not the only one that was uncomfortable i was not the only victim and at this point in this entire experience i had not told a single soul that i was his victim because i wasn't ready i wasn't okay i wasn't like and it wasn't it was one of those where i was like ooh did i did you did, fuck up did i not and things sooner did I not whatever and it was like one of those situations where I'm in a room full of other people and what what how am I supposed to like make this stop without it being like a confrontation and I don't know anybody else here and you right. know so it, it was I had not said anything I have to sneeze what were you 22 23 hold on I have to sneeze maybe Bueller 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 Oh, Sorry. Wait. So what were you, 22? I think 22? I was like 25 okay. at that point. Okay, so a little bit more um, mature. A little bit. 2017. I'd have to do math. How old am I? No, 23, I think. 23. Okay. So a, a little bit. I mean, and at this point, I've been around the Chateau. I've been around the Burning Man Camp Brulee. I've been around these people just as friends. Yeah. One-on-one, no makeup, no cat ears. People know you. Um, They've been to your and, house. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> and they, you know, my, my ex-husband was a camp lead. Um, I never took on a lead role. I think that's one thing that got very misunderstood in a lot of the statements that came out later. Um, Isabella tried to tell me that I did not do enough as a leader. I was not a leader. I was being in the leader. And it's different. Um, it's different. And you don't get, and I did you don't not, get much uh, reward except for other leader, than dick. leader dick. Yeah. And yes. I, I I put myself in that position because I did not want to be in a leadership position. Yeah, I, I did shit, not man. want that responsibility. So, but it does come with benefits. Uh, 
my high heart rate or well, <laughs> blood you pressure. Some, you learn more things than anyone I else. I do. Would, That's true. You know. So, um, as far as being honestly, a lot of the camp, especially the feminine uh, members, were relieved because this meant that Christopher would not be there. Yes. Truly. And she was, Izzy was one of the founding members of this Burning Man camp. So this was like the first time she had not gone. It was a big deal. So it's the day before we leave for Burning Man 2017. The day before. All right. I'm sweaty. I'm tired. We have built so much structure. I have splinters in places I didn't know existed. All right. I stepped in a beehive. So like, I'm not, I'm not thriving in that moment. Daniel comes up to me and a couple of the other members um, and asked verbatim if the only way Izzy could come to the burn was if Christopher brought him, would you be able to put up with him? And it no. was a resounding, no. absolutely not. Don't lie to him. Absolutely not. Uh-uh. No. That's not okay. And I got triggered. Truly, I, I got I got. He didn't get hand clapping, but I was like, you can't be serious asking us this the day before. That you've just worked all of your we have fucking we asses off. You we're built already everything. so stressed. You wrapped all the cords. You put everything together. <laughs> all the cords. All the cords. <laughs> That's what it can do. Hey, I've only seen pictures of this thing. How big is it? Is it big? Burning, Burning Man? Yeah. Huge. I mean, Huge, right? tens of thousands of people. Huge. It's like, a city. We build a city in yeah. the desert. Everything you... It's like Woodstock. It's like Woodstock if you built the stage and you built your camp and you you built the art and you built the... There are no trash cans at Burning... We could talk about Burning Man for a whole other episode. You have to... Everything you bring in, you must take out. Okay. All right. I've heard that. Like, I have had to... I've dug up some... Somebody threw up in our camp once. Yeah. We dug it up and put it in a bag and brought it back to them. That's yours. Oh, shit. Okay, so now... That's yours. (laughs) So you're on this precipice of not fucking going. Yeah. Fuck this shit. No, and truly, and it was, again, a resounding no. So there was another lead, and I'm not going to name him. He didn't do enough, but he didn't fuck up enough that he should be... The blame. Uh, He just didn't do shit, you know? So he's, you know, reassuring me, like, hey, I'm going to be there. This is not going to happen. If anything, you know, he'll drop Izzy off and we'll tell him to get the fuck out. He can't camp with us. Can't camp And I'm like, I'm going to, I literally told him, I was like, I'm going to hold you to that. You can't sit with us. You can't sit with us. <laughs> right? So it's and, and Burning Man. It's it's an intense experience. Yeah. When people ask you, "Did you have fun at Burning Man?" You kind of go, because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's like, yes, it's fun. It's also survival. It's mm, it, I get that. It's so it's so intense. It and it was my first burn, and it was it was a lot for me as somebody who is chronically ill to live in the desert for 2 weeks the desert's trying to kill you and the desert's trying to kill you yeah. and our ace it's got up to 112 during the day damn it like it's it we build a city in the desert no that's awesome we dude. got there and it was desert like a couple little boops and i watched that shit build over a week <laughs> and in coolest and then experience they tore it down. and we tore it down and then that's took it home yeah so um and that's all over like a two and a half week period, three weeks maybe, depending on when you get there. Yeah. Um, but I get through the Buzz a work big week. Place, and he don't need to be with us if we here. Period. Yeah. yeah. I mean, go way the fuck over there. If you Why can't you do that? Biked for the entire week of Burning Man, you mm-hmm. would not see everything. 
Wow. There you go. It's, yeah. it's a city, right. not a town, a city. Oh, well, fuck. And like including open play. Exactly, because it's control thing for predators. It's not always the violence. It's mm. the control. It's I pissed you off by being here. Wow. So I get through work week, which is actually awesome. I mean, it kicked my ass. I'm frail, but like I built that shit. I was out there with power tools. The party started. It was rough. It, I went through a lot of a lot of mental health things. It was the night before the last night, right? So the last night is the temple burn. Where everything gets lit on fire. And so there's the burn, the man burns and the temple burns. Mm. Um, and I'm in my yurt. We've like built our little uh, yurt. And my friend who was there for the conversation of no, he may not come bursts into my yurt i'm asleep i'm like i sit up ex-husband sits up my friend is like christopher's at the bar and i had just woken up (laughs) i (laughs) listen you party at burning man right sleep deprivation heat sickness so many questionable decisions so like i'm waking up and hearing this and i'm like am i hallucinating am i over am i just did I not wake up? But the look of panic on my friend's face was tangible. Mm. So I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? And my ex-husband's already moving. He's got shorts on, boots on, no straps. He walks out and I'm like, I should move. So like I, I start, I get, I think I maybe threw a shirt on. I can't even remember. I remember walking out of my yurt and I'm like a yard from him. Ooh. And my ex-husband is walking him over to the RV that was Daniel's, the owner of the company. Mm-hmm. So what had happened at the bar was that he was just sitting there by himself waiting to be served alcohol. Izzy had already gone to, into the RV. And my ex-husband's like, you can't be here. Walks him to the RV and yells into the RV Izzy, I'm so glad you're safe. I'm happy you're here. However, your pet is not welcome here. And if that means that you have to go, then I will see you back in default. You have to go. Daniel tore my ex-husband a new one for screaming at Izzy. And I'm like, y'all have never been in an actual fight. Like, um, (laughs) but I, so I'm, I'm watching this whole thing unfold and I truly, I regret to this day not punching him in the face when I had the chance because I was right there, right there. Mm. So, <laughs> so I find out. But as that a lady, you don't throw hands first. Yeah. <laughs> I throw hands. <laughs> I throw hands first. And technically, he threw hands first. I was just two years later. Yeah, yeah. Let that beef cook. <laughs> Slow <Simmer>. roast. <laughs> so I find out that the photographer who was the problem, had been hiding Christopher in his yurt overnight, like hours and hours. And he was part of the the sit down with this guy like, hey, you got to stop acting this way. Mm-hmm. Low key. So dude comes out and I'm like, hey, what the fuck? Like, I want what, why, how dare you? How dare you take the trust of all of these young women? Because a lot of the kittens were like early 20s. Mm-hmm. Very vulnerable women who are trying to get into a, a lifestyle that highlights submission mm-hmm. from women. And y'all are going to 
So I am laying into him. I'm like, I am disappointed in you. You have let us down as a leader. At this point, Izzy hears the conversation from the RV, comes out, and she says, you shouldn't be yelling at him. You should be yelling at me. It's my fault. I said, okay, let's go take a walk. So I went behind the RV and I, she was like, I don't, I don't understand. Like, you know, I, I thought you were one of my best friends. And I was like, Izzy, you know nothing about me. You know, you know nothing about me. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been telling you for months and months and months and months. And at this point, it's when she admits to me that the reason that she was brought back was because Christopher had taken her and she was assaulted. And she's also been very public about that claim online in her own writing, which is, if it was not that case, I would not be sharing that piece of information, but she talked about it everywhere. So she's like, this is, this is why. And I was like, me too, girl. And I shared details. I got graphic. I got explicit. I told her what he used and where and for how long. And I was like, and none of that. None of that should have been required for you to fucking listen to me. True. Not yeah. a single detail yeah. that everything that I had told you ahead of time was enough for this to not happen. And she still. So I have that absolute explosion. Mm-hmm. We decide to ditch pack out. What does that mean? Walk we out. didn't break out. Just we walked. Yeah, we'll work here. We, we left. Work. Fuck y'all. We built that shit and we left them to build break it down. Love it. Perfect. And like that got a lot of like my mutual friends upset with us, but I'm like, you guys don't understand. Like what you just when Daniel came into our yurt afterwards, because my ex husband had been very vocal about like Christopher's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Daniel's verbiage to uh, my ex husband was, oh well, now I understand your investment. Like a man couldn't stand up to a predator without it. Like his his girl had been touched. Right. Oh well, now I understand why you give a shit about that guy. You you touched your pet. Couldn't have been like, the other victims that he yes. had uh, previously touched. Yeah. Dipping a dipping a young girl without her consent at a party. Mm-hmm. Crossing the boundaries when somebody tells you tells you no, not you can't fucking come, and you're you're here anyway. Yeah, uh, it was. Well, yeah, I look. I'm flabbergasted because in the industry you're supposed to have fucking rules anyway, and it looks like the well, and that was that the thing. In, those are rules. He was breaking them. Mm-hmm. He seems a little bit cuckoo. So why is it still a question? With it, did they like this motherfucker? So that was, was he a the cool thing. Guy to them. So. And, I feel like he presented to Izzy the uh, the archetype, the the fantasy of what she thought a chateau gent was. Uh-huh. A gent was the male the male that are around the chateau kittens. You had to be a gentleman. You were a gent. So he really be, laid like heavy Alfred, on like Alfred Butler, kind of that, in that way. It, but but just like it's his like, and, and well dressed and well spoken. He was he. I think, honestly, a lot of what appealed to her was his, you know, his weird way of shaking hands was kissing the hand mm-hmm. and, like, the curly mustache that was painted on. And she liked, she liked that. so, like, that was what she, liked she, she oh, liked. Okay. She lives in a world of fantasy. Gotcha. Like, she has not ever gotten out and that's that is her choice to continue in this. That's her life. She's been given so many opportunities to get a driver's license, 
get a GED, do mm. these things. She chooses repeatedly not to, mm. and to perpetuate these cycles. Maybe it's also not the only predator that she brought around the chateau. Davi Vanity of Blood on the Dance Floor, this also can't get us in trouble, because that's also on paper. He has 21 accusations of pedophilia. Wow. Yeah. 21. And several you know, have gone there to are a charges. lot of the motherfuckers around, man. And I, that's the it's thing. It's surprising. And it was already, it was already so, like in 2017, we knew. Yeah. And she was, uh, the kittens that were there at that event, I was not. Otherwise, I would have made a fucking scene. Yeah. Because I know that dude. I'm like, mm-mm. No, I so I grew hard. up in emo and scene music. I know you. So she really she liked the the sharply dressed, the well manicured, yeah. like guys in eyeliner. You know, it was very like yeah. She wanted the she was elegant and fruity. Yeah. She want yeah. She wanted an interview with a vampire. Oh uh, yeah, all right, I get that. Which exactly, okay. I like. I can respect it from an angle, yeah. but also yeah, the Brad Pitt movie. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah, okay. so like I can see to some degree, but at the same time. I don't know. I can't pretend to understand or give a reason why it took that long. I still don't. And so when we came back from Burning Man, I reached out to Izzy directly and I was like, hey, thanks for hearing me out on Playa, which is uh, at Burning Man. It's called the, the property is called Playa. Mm-hmm. Thanks for hearing me out, uh, out on Playa. I'm still feeling very raw and frustrated about the fact that it got to this point I'm feeling unheard, and I want you to know that I will no longer be involved in the Chateau as long as Christopher is involved. Her response was, oh, I'm surprised nobody told you. After that, I talked to him, and he denied everything. But, you know, I told you were so sad when you were telling me about it that I told him to get out, and I never wanted to see him again. She makes a big status. After y'all left. Mm -hmm. Uh She makes a big post in the private group for the Chateau Kittens on Facebook. Has anybody had any sort of negative experiences with Christopher? And so many people were like, yes. And I I commented. And again, this is 2017. I commented. And I was like, you know. I was like, I can can tag five kittens right now that I have personally told you about. I... And I, her own account. And she's not even like. So I told saying. her that it was a little too little, a little too late. Right. And I got ostracized from the kink community. They just kicked out. I was. Out. And so a few months later, I'm dealing with a swinger community uh, who had a very, very similar type of situation come up. And my ex husband posts uh, in some private group, yeah, we had this issue with Brulee as well, and it took her being assaulted for anything to happen. Hmm. So I'm at the mall, I'm in the Forever 21 in the sales rack, and I get a, like a string of five voice texts from Izzy. And I'm like, what in the fresh baked fuck is this? Um, and apparently somebody had sent it to her, but not did not say who posted it. Uh-huh. So she thought that I had posted it. Wow. So Which I was automatically guilty. And she found out if you, you were talking shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which, and, and again, if somebody had not talked about their assault publicly or on a forum, I am not going to bring it up. I don't care how much I hate you. That's not my beef to put in the fucking microwave and reheat. Right. Okay. I, I'm just not. Good people. We're not supposed to do that. No. Yeah. No. So I get this. So the last thing I sent to her was like, I wish you peace and contentment. 
the first voice message, and I still have them. The first voice message was, if you wanted any kind of peace or contentment with me, you get nothing. You're only giving public slander. I listen to you on Playa. Well, she, she can listen to us here on Next on Stage 1. This was... <laughs> I have to play this recording for myself, like, once a year or so to remind myself that I didn't experience, like, this was real. Yeah. So, she <laughs> said to me in one of the voice messages, uh, does a part of, does a part of me blame you for not telling me about your assault? And yes, I got raped. And could you have prevented that? Yes. And Ooh, a part of me does feel that shit? way. She told wow. me, does a part of me blame you? And she, yes, of course I feel that way, but I've never said anything. That is any recording that I still have on record. Ooh, you could use that. I, well, yeah, because it's from her her mouth from the horse's that's mouth. That's why I'm like, if they would like to What's nitpick this for a slander, I bring cut, it on, girl. Bring it on, Izzy. You know where I'm at. So hmm. it oh, was. These people stay around, huh? Yeah, they're not in Colorado. Okay. Well, so Daniel McShane. They're not connected, let's, right? Let's get to. Yeah. They're not. They're no longer connected. But okay. let's get to the. So that was a whole whole breakdown. Finally, I figured out what she was talking about, and I was like, I didn't post that. I like I I don't I know. Do I don't. Now. I'm in the middle of the mall right now. Like I, I've been trying to talk to you about this for a month or so, and you've dodged me. And now, so it fizzled off. She half heartedly apologized for the misunderstanding, and uh, a couple years goes by. Twenty twenty comes around. The girl that I mentioned earlier, who was one of the people that I had uh, stood up for against Christopher, mm -hmm. uh, made her statement on YouTube. And it is about 45 minutes long. And wow. it is like I get I'm getting chills now. Um, it's raw. And about two dozen statements followed that with yeah. accusations against Izzy and their or her uh there were accusations that she her hiring process for the chateau was uh, fat phobic and racist. Uh, that she uh, she had uh, old deviant art posts that were blatantly racist. Mm -hmm. She had uh, um, there were you're, you're there were not just, in that cancel culture though kind of crap though right? This old tweets don't bother me. You know, I know people change. Uh, but but even if they're racist, I don't give a shit. But, like, okay, I don't know he mm, used to be racist. Maybe he's not racist anymore. That's kind of that's, funny. But you know but I mean? is there change? That's my thing. Hmm. We don't. We so don't know. she has not, as far as I've observed, mm -hmm. and I won't make any statement on any of those claims because they were not my own. They're not something right. I witnessed. But I'm just saying all of the claims that came out in these videos were vast, from talking about Izzy to talking about Daniel to talking about Christopher. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I finally made my public statement because really all I had said was within the Chateau group. Right. So the kittens knew where I stood. So the inner circle knew, knew. what you felt. And then the people And they hated me for it because they felt like I was like Snitching? they were. No, they were in my DMs. Like, how dare you be so unkind to Izzy? Mm -hmm. Like, she's a victim. And she it's like, OK, but like I told her half a dozen times like everybody, I'm not saying it's her fault, mm -hmm. but also, I'm not going to pity somebody who disrespected me repeatedly. You know, it's like, don't I don't come and attack me for saying you should have done something sooner. No, I, no, I get it. I right. mean, you know, the whole point um, of this is that because I'm 
I sometimes I get bewildered with simple shit. Because um, me personally, when I'm going with a bunch of people anyway, I consider y'all my people. If I'm going with a camp, y'all my people. I'm watching out for you. You watching out for me. Yep. So why is there a problem if we all hanging out? Somebody say, hey, John. I don't like um, that one. John's kind of crazy, dude. You know, I found him outside my house one day and... I thought I saw a knife. I'm not comfortable around the motherfucker. Can't be way over there. We, and and he can still be here, but my people are watching out for me as I'm making my way around the place. We've out of the company for things like theft. Yeah. Things, things of just being shady bitches. Yeah. Yeah. If you're fucked up people, you got to go over there. You, you can't be in this company. You can't be with us. Mm-hmm. You're not associated with us. Keep our name out of your mouth. That's it. So were they trying to safeguard their, you know, because obviously their they didn't give a, a fuck yeah. about y'all. No. Did they get it? Was purely, it was purely reputation. They really didn't I mean, like you, huh? I mean, Izzy tried to claim to me. So her title was Kitten Queen. Yeah. And, you know, she's trying to tell me, like, you're, you're one of my closest friends. I was like, you don't know anything about me. And I said, you're no fucking queen. A queen protects her people. A true, queen true, rallies true, for her people. True. A queen is a voice for her people. And all you have done is muffle us. It's the turn, huh? Like, you, you are no queen. You are a, a glorified front woman. So moving on from that, right? She is, I hope that she finds healing and that she discontinues a lot more of those behaviors. I won't say that she has because I don't know. Do you feel but, like, just to come, because I know we're spending a lot of time on this bitch. Um, but <laughs> do you feel, my last question when it comes to Izzy is, do you feel as though she was a victim in all this? I do. You do. I do. And that's like, it's hard for me to, to process my feelings through this experience because Izzy fucked me over in a lot of ways, but it's an ex, there's an explanation, not an excuse. Her past explains the way that she reacts to things. It does not necessarily excuse. Like I used to get my ass beat black and blue. Do I do that when I get mad? No, because I learned, you know, it's, There's that there is an explanation, not an excuse. And I think she's gotten to the point where she's had enough opportunities to advocate for people Mm -hmm. and has fallen short. But this is not centered around Izzy anyway. You're totally right. We're spending a lot of time. Everything that's going on. I think what what will bring us up to speed, there was a wave of statements in 2020 about then, a year or so ago. Uh, yeah, we're going to get to Daniel's charges. Um, oh, shit. Charges. Oh, shit. So um, it's going to be very brief because a lot of it is off the record. The victim uh, was anonymous. She was a Jane Doe in the case, and I want to respect that. I don't even know her her identity. I have friends very close this to is me. the case. Yes. yes. So I have very, friends very close to me that were uh, witnesses on the stand for this case. I have not asked for information about the – I think I know who it is, that that is irrelevant. But you found out. Yeah, I did not find out. No, you no. didn't. Okay. I know he was arrested. Mm-hmm. I know what his charges were. I had his DOC number. I was watching that, mm-hmm. and a few months ago, he was convicted on felony stalking charges. He had spent time in jail, not prison, and right now he is currently on probation. And the uh, requirements of his probation are that he does not attend any sort of kink events. Wow. There are other, you know, like he has to be in DV classes. He has to be uh, hold a job. Mm-hmm. Things are very, very 
congruent for probation. But Mm -hmm. one of the main things is that he can no longer be in a BDSM environment. That will be a violation of his probation. So uh, we are, it's so hard to call it a victory because it is so long coming and there's still so much. This is years. But this is is life, dude. How many many times have women say, and it's like, I told you so. The mother. The whole Me Too movement. You know what? Yeah. We told you so. Yes. Mm -hmm. This dude's a problem. He's, he's scary. We need to be listening to people and protecting people, yeah. especially and then five in the years later, it turns yeah. out that, you know, oh, we caught him doing some shit. So, Duh. So, out of all of this, what do you want people to take away from this Chateau story? What do you yeah. want people to go, give it to us and, and tell us what you think that they need to really take? It's not, it's not about who or Absolutely. what. It's about... What is it about? I think, I mean, Mr. J said it. We look out for each other. That's what it comes down to is like this. I I lost my community. It shattered before me, but I built it back up and I built it on trust. And I think being receptive and listening, um, you know, it's it's not like we're going to cancel somebody after the first claim of like he touched my butt, you know, but it is where do we as a community draw the line of you have been inappropriate, uncomfortable, disconcerting to a certain degree that I am no longer... Sometimes where it looks like a Yeah. So I would say, Mm. use your voice. People are going to hate you for it. It's going to be lonely. It's going to be uncomfortable, but there's going to be a time where you're then going to have people rally behind you and want to hear your side of the story. And there is healing in calling these people out. That's true, dude. Mm -hmm. So, and Mm. if... Y'all have my social media, so if you have a situation where you just need me to go, yes, you can do it. Yeah, yeah, you're building it, yeah, exactly. If if it takes one person to stand up for multiple people, be that shield. Be that person that other people can rely on. Yeah. And if you see it, it doesn't matter if you're a stripper. It doesn't matter if you're an adult entertainer. It doesn't matter... Who you are. We, uh, as a podcast, we like consent. We shine a light on it. Yeah, we want no, that. No, that, you're right, though. We want that darkness. Consent can light. also be sexy. Like, there's oh, something. Yeah. Dude, and that's, can I grab that's your what hair? I love like, about it. It's like, you consent mm-hmm. to show me your titties. That, that's the whole thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, and yeah. Just be honest about the shit. And yes. These people were shady, and they were allowing shady shit to happen. Even the, the time that we were doing bachelor, uh, bachelor parties and shit, we had a number of customers. And if we had one that was acting shady... He gotta go. Yep. We gotta yeah. remove You're on him the blacklist. You're on the blacklist. Yeah, you you You're fucked done. up. We warned you too many fucking times. So I can't understand why that's a problem with them people, but maybe they just prefer not. I don't know. They act like leaders, but they're not really leaders because leaders that is are absolutely it. To and take I was care not a leader, and yet I was. <laughs> and that's you hard know? too. Yeah, because where do you stand, even if you're on the bottom of the rung? Yeah, you have to. It it's not like and bottom bitch got feelings too. Yeah. I got so many feelings. So many feelings. <laughs> well, this has been an interesting episode. Yeah. It's been a long episode. How do you feel? Do you feel good? you feel better every time you tell the story, every time you go through yeah. this? Yes. Yeah. I mean, like, it's, you know, the first few times was, like I said, very isolating, very alienating because I didn't have... Nobody wanted to hear the story, you know, like, but it's at the point where uh, enough people are are showing their bravery and coming out and talking about it. And there's enough people that want to hear about the experience and what can we do as different types of community to protect each other and to hear each other. It, I do feel better. I mean, it, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm like a little anxious. 
it was like a lot to go through, but I do feel better. And I think that if anything, I just hope that somebody that's listening to this has the the courage to be that that person if they yeah. need to be. Speak yeah. up, we need. And you're an introvert. You're not an extrovert like me and Mr. J. I yeah, am not. Yeah, you were a help. <laughs> I am not an extrovert. <laughs> I, I, my mom used to call it my Robin Hood complex. Uh-huh. Where like I won't talk to people, but I will rob a rich man's house for you if you need something. Yeah, we like I'll stand up to the bully if you need something, but we're, we're not gonna we're not gonna chat afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll break bread. I'll like wh- whatever I have, I will share with you. I, but I'm not. I don't. We don't need to talk about it. No. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it, it's kind of crazy. Such an interesting past from you going, telling everybody about your nerd culture, getting to know you. <laughs> strippers, now, sorry, dude. Yeah, strippers are fucking interesting now people. We got to, miss strippers. Now we got to see a dark side, but something of the light that got shined. Yeah. So, since we're going to wrap this show up, hmm. is there anything our listeners need to know from you? What's your next thing? What's your future gravitas? Just a little bit. Just a taste. Um, So you can always find all of my links at lolafett.com. L-O-L-A-F-E-T-T.com. That's going to have all of the links. Um, I'm currently producing a fashion show. Yeah. That's going to happen in October. Yeah, I work with a a lingerie boutique, so it's going to be... uh, We named it Paradiso Mm -hmm. after... uh, Dante's Divine Comedy because I'm a nerd again. Nice. Um, I'm so You're excited. Such I'm such nerd. a nerd, but they agreed to the name. I'm like, yes. So yeah, producing a fashion show and working metal shows and and still doing, doing the in, content, independent yeah. content, nerd content. I know, nerd content. Nerd content is so, so sexy. Good, yes, you need yes. To check that out. <laughs> All right, Jay. Where hey. can they find you? Uh, Instagram and. X. Facebook. <laughs> Whatever the fuck. M- Mr. J yes, Mr. on J. Instagram. Yes, Mr. J. Next on stage one. Easy enough. It, it, it's attached to something. Yes. Say hello. And you can find me on X. Uh, I kind of stopped being on there. For some I know. Memory. We're not friendly on the internet right now. We're well, just... I, I kind of pulled back on all the social media. I'm hiding. And I'm hiding on Instagram. And Instagram's not growing. I'm at like under 200 followers. Because I, I got nuked. It's rough out there, dude. It is really rough. <laughs> Um, and I'm, I'm this close to finishing my kitchen. Remember that shit from last year? Oh, it's yeah. almost done. So, it's the um, final be... countdown. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank you guys for listening. And I want to thank you guys for being here all the way to the end. It really matters when you listen to people who have something to tell you that is not the norm. That there's, this story should not have happened. But it does, and it can happen again. And uh, what is that saying? Uh, only you can prevent forest fires? Yep. 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 My name is Pixie. And I'm Mr. J. And our guest? Lola. Who knows what we're going to have next? On stage one. Talk, Talk hard, hard, Denver. Denver. <laughs> next on stage one.